going on, everybody? Everything virtual, as usual, joined by Ronnie. Ronnie, how's it going, man? It's going great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I just had a chance to, chance to try the Valve Index, which you just recently got. Yep. Uh, I know you put up the episode where you gave your in-depth review, but uh, we had a chance to uh, to connect in person. So we're actually recording this in the same room. That's a, this is rare for us now. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate you giving me a chance to try it out, and uh, I thought, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it'd be fun to just kind of discuss what our collective experience has been so far. Yeah, and um, and I, I do want to say that, you know, we've only, what, I got it on Friday the 28th, so... It hasn't even been 40 yeah, hours yet. exactly. I've only had a couple days to try it out, and I still have a ton more games to, to, to spend time with. Uh, still, you know, a lot more, I want to put a lot more time in before I give my my final impressions on, on the device, but yeah, so far so good. And I'm really enjoying my time with it so far. Uh, I'm curious cause I rambled on like almost an hour on the other episode about what I thought, uh, when I first tried it, mm-hmm. but what mm-hmm. were your first impressions when you tried it? So, I mean, at the end of the day, the clarity is, is actually shockingly good. You know, I knew obviously going in that it would look better, mm-hmm. but in the couple of games that I played, uh, and then specifically in Beat Saber, which is probably where I spent the bulk of my time, mm-hmm. um, man, yeah, it was, I, I, I'm, I'm actually very, very impressed. Now, we've had our conversations before about, is it worth it? Does mm-hmm. it really push VR a whole step forward, or mm-hmm. is this a half step forward, or mm-hmm. is this a refurbished first step? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or uh, remastered first step? Yeah. Um, but regardless, at the end of the day, I think the Valve Index as a headset is is a phenomenal piece of technology, right? Yeah. Um, if you're just looking at it as a headset compared to what is out currently, mm-hmm. uh, it it looks and feels great compared to the Vive. Uh, I haven't spent as much time in the Rift, but I, I'm sure that it's, you know, it, it definitely has quite a few advantages over that as well. For sure. sure. The, the, everything is just super smooth with it. Uh, so I tried Beat Saber, and I tried the, I guess it's the demo that Valve dropped. Yeah, with, Aperture Labs. The, the okay. hand, yeah. hand uh, demo. So, I mean, that was really cool. So being able to try the Knuckles was actually a lot of fun. Um, I think what we were talking about, though, is that there maybe there isn't much software out there for it yet, I think is what you were saying. Yeah. Um, because it's 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 like cool, but at the same time, at at the present moment mm-hmm. with what's currently out, it kind of just feels a little gimmicky mm-hmm. uh, because there, there aren't any real, any real use cases for it. So I think uh, the verdict is still out on that one. Yeah. You know, this is something that we'll have to come back to in maybe three to six months uh, and see specifically because we know that Valve is working on their own software. Yeah. Uh, correct. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah. That's so, right. so that's still the case. So we know that they're they're working on something which would probably very much integrate uh, the the knuckle controllers. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what that will look like, and you know, we, I, I, and now we're we, I guess we're just speculating, and we can do it on on um, the recording now. But I, I was wondering why they would release this headset now. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we don't know anything. We're not trying to, you know, this is more, again, just speculation. We don't know any insider info, but when we're trying to figure uh, when I, what I was thinking is that there wasn't really a launch title with it. There wasn't anything to say like, Hey, you got to have this specific headset be, and these specific controllers because this game is freaking awesome mm-hmm. and it, it requires, and it uses them to the fullest. Yeah. So they don't have that right now. And I think, 
um, I guess in talking to you, you kind of gave a little bit of a theory. And, yeah. I don't, I mean, I, my only guess can be that there were so many other headsets that are coming to market right now that they felt like they needed to get on, get in on that too. That doesn't seem like the Valve way. Like it, I, I don't tend to think of Valve as a company that would kind of rush something to market simply because of what their competitors are doing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, that's my only guess because, yeah, like you said, they're working on so many titles internally. You would think that it would make sense to launch a platform along with those titles. Uh, but, yeah. but maybe also they're, they're wanting to make sure – like something else I read is that – I mean, they could just be doing this as kind of like a soft launch and then, you know, they, they shipped out limited numbers of units. They're going to have people – getting a chance to try the knuckles controllers are going to have more time to kind of hone in the software and make it work really well. And then maybe by the time their actual games come out, like one of, I think their first title that valve's working on is supposed to come out before the end of 2019. Oh, it's supposedly awesome. what they said. All right. so, so I don't know. I mean, like they've definitely moved things in the past, but mm-hmm. if that, Oh, and it looks like, I don't know if this is picking up on the camera, yeah, but there's a little bit of a storm. That's just the thunder outside. Um, great day to be inside for VR though. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, so let's say their, their first title ships sometime before the end of the year, maybe by that point they will have ramped up production enough to be able to actually sell to people that are interested. Cause, yeah. cause right now, I mean, let's say they had released their title with the headset, mm-hmm. only a certain number of folks would, would have been able to really get it. Cause like within 15 minutes, all of their first wave units of the index sold out. Yeah. So, so maybe, yeah, I, I don't know. Like maybe they're they're thinking well, the, trickle I, out the hardware, and then by the time the software is ready, they'll be super ready to meet the demand. I true. don't know. I mean, I actually kind of agree with what you were first saying. I mean, okay. I, I think everybody's just so hyped up on the quest, you know. And at the end of the day, not everybody, but I was a significant majority of folks only have X amount of dollars that can go towards VR tech, recreation, equipment, whatever it is, however, wherever this falls under your budget. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it's one of those things where I, I can totally believe them trying to say like, hey, let's get these into people's hands, get them excited about that, get, get these in their homes, and then we'll have the software. People know that we're working on the software, it'll come out, mm-hmm. um, but we just don't want you know, to miss this opportunity where folks will be spending on items like the Quest or on the Rift S or something like that. Uh, I mean, to be fair, two out of the three folks that do this podcast, you and Damon, as soon as you heard it was coming, yeah. you, had, you had to get it, right? Just because you guys are big fans of Valve, big believers in, in what they do and big fans of what they have put out in the past. So, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe they were banking on that. Maybe they, they wanted to, to get the early adopters to at least get somewhat comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, uh, that totally makes sense to me. And it's just like you, like you were saying, you know, it's, you can get the headset now, get acclimated to it and still be okay with the, the release title coming out six months later. Right. And, and let's be honest. Like I think the, the market for the index is very different than the quest market. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. with, I think Oculus, their goal is to really get the quest in everyone's hands. Whereas, I mean, obviously you would want to sell it to, you know, as many people as possible. But at the end of the day, Valve is probably pretty realistic in terms of knowing that, you know, in order to, like, if you're interested in the Valve Index, most likely you already have a high-end PC. Most likely you're pretty kind of in the hardcore. And I think it's kind of a different, like, their Valve is targeting the enthusiast market, whereas Oculus at this point 
is trying to go more for the mainstream market. Yeah. And so I mean, you can see that so, simply by the yeah. price point. Yeah. So so maybe for them it's like not a like I'm just wondering if if they realize that it doesn't really matter so much. If <laughs> sorry, <laughs> this is my daughter coming in. Um, <laughs> I wonder if if they if they realize that they can release the hardware and their their consumers are going to pick it up now and get the, the software later and it's not going to bother them. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it obviously sold out. So. It, it, exactly. So there's, there's definitely a market for it. So I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to question whether or not valve should have done it. I, it's more so just curiosity as why now, yeah. um, just because, you know, every other, every other uh, system that's come out or every other headset that's come out usually has some type of launch title that people can get excited about. I agree. Uh, so, you know, and, and but at the end of the day, like, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see in terms of whether or not it was, well, no, it, it'll be worth it, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, but to see how long this wait will be for them to drop their first title. And, and actually more so as you and I have seen in covering the, the VR landscape for the last three years now. Congrats yeah. on almost three years on this podcast. It's crazy. But um, it it's actually almost kind of a little bit cooler to see what independent developers do. I agree. Where, you know, once this is out, mainstream, more folks have it. There's more incentive for developers to actually give something a shot and think outside the box. Like, I, oh, actually, I did get to try Climby for a little bit too. And, yeah. and I mean, that's a fantastic game for something like this, mm-hmm. uh, where it's just like, oh, well, that was a fantastic game when it first came up because it was so different than everything else that was just like wave-based shooter or wave-based something or, you know, whatever the case is. Like, it was just, it was just a different type of experience. And I think that, like, now you have a lot more um, nuances with the Knuckles controllers. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm all for crowdsourcing the entire developer community to see what cool ideas people have and what they can bring to the table. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder... I, I'm, I'm going to be curious to see how many developers focus on the index in these next few months. Because I, I really hope that they embrace the index and really uh, target their, their games to work really well with the Knuckles mm-hmm. controllers. I just, because at this point now, there's so many, like, I wonder how many users are going to have the Knuckles controllers right now versus, you know, using the Oculus Rift and the Rift S and the Vive and those wands and all of these different, like, right now there's a lot of different kind of control methods out there. Yeah. And then also there's the Quest, which is, I, I really think, like, we're moving into an era where it's going to be, where there's going to be a viable mobile VR which is the Quest, and then there's going to be the the high-end PC stuff. And hopefully on the high-end PC stuff, developers will focus more on on the index, is my hope. I I mean, I think they will, and at the end of the day, there will eventually be some flagship titles coming to the the index. So I'm not worried about it. You know, this is, it's so early in the game, and we know... You know, even despite the, not, not rumors, but we actually know that there were layoffs uh, at Valve within the VR department, but they went ahead with the index. We know that, at least from what we've heard, that they're still working on titles. So it's still very early in this VR game yeah. uh, or in this VR kind of landscape for Valve specifically. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I think that if you have an index or if you bought an index or if you're thinking about an index, I don't think that you should be worried about content coming within the next, like, I don't know, let's call it 12 to 18 months, right? Yeah. Like, I think there'll be plenty to come out. And the fact that, like, I can still jump into my vibe or you can jump into your Rift, the original, and and have a good time with a lot of these games. Like, not that I don't want 
things to change or that I don't think that they will. Uh, obviously, like technology uh, kind of accelerates very rapidly mm-hmm. um, or develops very rapidly. Or, um, and so I just don't, I, I think that the index will still be probably one of the best headsets within the next 12 to 18 months. I, yeah. You know, unless I'm curious to see what HTC can do because. You know, they're coming out with the Cosmos, which I yeah. think is supposed to be more no, that's what akin to the to the Quest, right? No, so or is it? So it is more like the. Is it going to be it's more like the Rift now? S now? Oh, Rift so S, yeah, okay. so so recently, for those who haven't like been following, there hasn't been a ton of information released, but they did finally release some info. Oh, so this is so, a live focus. That's yeah, standalone, yeah, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. no worries. Getting um, all confused now. No, so the so the HTC Cosmos they just recently announced. And, and part of the reason why you were thinking they might be similar is because there was some talk about, or hope anyways, that the, the Cosmos was going to be some kind of a hybrid, mm. that it would be like a standalone and then be able to also attach to your PC. And I mean, now what it's looking like, to me anyways, it's looking like a more premium version of the Rift S. Okay. So I would say like the, the main thing that the Rift S did for the Rift and for Oculus is it gave them, it, it gave them a PC... VR platform that no longer needed outside tracking. Yeah. Like it, all the tracking's built in, similar to the Quest. You still have to tether yourself to a PC, but, but you don't less, have to, it's but, less pieces exactly. to set up and manage. And, and so the Cosmos seems like it's it's like that. It now it we you know the verdict is still is is has not been rendered yet as to whether HTC uh, can nail inside out tracking like Oculus did. Yeah. But it has its own, uh, I think it's called the Vive uh, tracking system or something. So they're, they're, they came up with their own tracking system. Do you think maybe it was due to the fact that they don't want to rely on like Steam VR? I think so. It's probably a combination of both. And it, and it makes total sense um, from the perspective of like when you look at Oculus, mm-hmm. I mean, most of the reason – like. Oculus is able to subsidize the hardware because they're gonna they're primarily focused on the software side. Yeah. Which and, which is the same across all video game consoles. Yeah. Right? And I think I think I mean I don't know that HTC has the capital to like release the Cosmos at a loss or anything like that. But they're definitely interested in making more money off of the software. Mm-hmm. And they weren't they don't get a cut out of Steam sales. Yeah. So for them, the more you they can they can get you onto their own platform, and the more that they can get you into using uh, Viveport, the better. Yeah. And I'll so, be honest, I have not been on Viveport Infinity very much. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, like it's a lot of a lot of it is the oh shiny new headsets. Let me spend some time in there. But, yeah. Um, I, I just haven't been. It's, yeah. it's it's tough to it's tough to go back now that I have a quest. And, so. and we're kind of in unique positions where we're able to get access to a lot of the software for reviews and all that kind of True. stuff. Like like I wonder if we were in if we didn't have as much access to the software, you know, I would imagine a subscription based platform could do us more good if we weren't. I, but but I, at the same time, I, yeah. I like I like buying my games traditionally mm, too. Okay. Like I'm not fully used to the subscription model yet anyways yeah i mean i i love it and i do think that i'll eventually get back to it Uh, i'm also currently in the middle of a move and (laughs) semi-homeless for those (laughs) next however long so setting up a you know full room scale vr with the vive is not necessarily feasible it's something that i'll still do or try to do 
but I think once I can get back into a regular rhythm with the vibe, yeah, I'll probably get back to it. But yeah. right now, I mean, there's just so much content with the quest. Uh, obviously, it's been exciting talking to you guys about what's happening with the index and things like that. So eventually, yeah. I'll get we'll get back around to it. But I am curious to see what the cosmos will be about. And, and, see the, yeah. and so, so that's the other. Is thing. there a release so, date for that? Um, I don't think there is yet. I, I could be wrong, but I don't remember seeing a release date okay. on the... I mean, this is literally just a couple days ago. They, But, like, the specs they showed... So, like I said, the main the main factors is that it's going to have inside-out tracking. Mm-hmm. We'll see how well that works. Um, but if it, let's assume it works as well as the Quest and the Rift S. Yeah. So, inside-out tracking. And then the screen resolution is higher than the Rift S. Like, it's... It's. I think it's also higher than even the Valve Index, but I don't know if the like the key with the index is that everything is kind of balanced yeah. to give you the perfect clarity that they can. So like the field of view, the clarity of the lenses, the the screens. Like they spent a lot of time on all of those things to give you as good of an experience as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the index, in a lot of ways, is clearer than higher resolution headsets that already exist. So. So that's not necess- So when yeah. I say that the the screens on the Cosmos are higher resolution, that's promising. Yeah. But I'd want it like we'll have to try it for ourselves see, before yeah, we know exactly how that translates. I mean, ultimately, this is something where it's just like it's all it's always a combination of factors that create your full experience. You yeah. know, kind of like the it's more than like the sum of all its parts, right? Like yeah. you can we can talk about specs all day, and like it's it's. I, best example is, is today, for example, uh, when I tried the, the Valve Index. Like, yeah, I knew that it had better specs. I knew that it had better resolution, better all that. But until I got in it, I was like, oh, I see it now. Yeah. You know, like, like it actually it actually means something significant yeah. in terms of my experience. Exactly. Um, so, you know, like we'll we'll have to see how all of that kind of shakes up. But let's so, and then and then oh. oh, so last thing, like so yeah, and the Cosmos controllers. They look very, they're new controllers made mm-hmm. by HTC. They look very similar to the Oculus Touch controllers. So, okay. so they're, they're more like the Oculus Touch controllers and less like the Wands or the, the new Knuckles control or the new Index controllers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, then, and then the last thing is that, I guess another big selling point is that the Cosmos will be compatible with the original, it'll be compatible with the original HTC wireless uh, adapter. Oh, okay. So yeah. if you had the wireless adapter from the Vive or the Vive Pro, or if you're interested in buying that, out of the box, it will work with it. So you could technically, like from day one, uh, put down even more money than just the headset mm-hmm. and get have a wireless solution. So those are the things I think that people are most excited about with that with that headset. But it's been kind of a little bit weird that they were wait that they waited this long to i think announce those specs yeah and then they're still kind of trickling out like like to me i I think i would have been a lot more excited about the cosmos had they announced it several months ago even like around the time of the rift s rather than than after the index because i mean number one i have an index now so i'm i'm less likely to spend money on another headset Mm -hmm. but two i just think that that would have been the time, you know, because if they were sitting on these specs before, I don't know why they didn't, like maybe they were working on more things behind the scenes or they didn't have all of it locked in mm-hmm. and this is what they decided. But, and then, yeah, because, because apparently that's, that's what this head, this headset very much looks like a hot, to me, it looks like a premium quality 
version of the Rift S. Yeah. Whereas the Rift S, like, comes in at a really nice price. Four, it's three ninety nine. So it's a great price, but they cut some corners. You know, it's like yeah. eighty hertz refresh rate, which is lower than the original Rift or the Vive. Mm-hmm. And just the the build quality and people are having issues with all kinds of stuff with the Rift S. Whereas this seems like it's going to be 90 hertz, you know, back to the original, uh, like, refresh rate of the other headsets. It's not cutting all those corners. But rumor has it, it might be as expensive as, like, $800, $900. Wow. So, so it's like, can a premium, a premium version of the Rift S sell for double? Like, I don't know. Like, that's, yeah. like, whereas the, the, the index is something different and something exciting from, you know, a company that you can you know, has kind of an innovative history to them. I, I don't know. Like, I, I just think it's a yeah. little, it's like, it's like too little, too late kind of move for me. Well, and that's uh, how I felt about Val, the yeah. index too. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. I, I feel like just the VR landscape is just, it's so fluid right now. And that it's really been the case since, um, since the first headset launched, right? Like what I think it was the rip rift that came out in like April of 2016. I think actually technically, I mean, the Rift and the Vive were really close. Like, they came out within, like, a month of each other. Yeah. Right? So, well, I guess what, what I'm trying to say is, like, everybody was super excited about the Rift, right? Yeah. And then the Vive launched around the same time, and people tried it with room scale, with controllers, with everything, and all of a sudden, I'm sure Oculus went to the drawing board and said, we need to get something out ASAP, right? So here's, here, and that was the beginning. Here's what the market is dictating. Here's what, what is currently out there, and this is what we need to get to. Now you have a third player coming in, a third major player uh, being Valve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you can see what's currently out with HTC, what's out with Oculus. So I think a lot of these folks are just not not necessarily play, playing the waiting game, but there's a lot of like, I, f- I feel like a lot of it is reactionary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, um, and, and not necessarily in a bad way. I, I don't want that to have like a negative connotation, but it's just like, it's, it's competition, which is good, right? Like, yeah. like the index, index drops um, for whatever reason, but like it has certain specs that are better. People maybe have some brand loyalty, whatever the case is. Now we're going to see what the HTC Cosmos has to offer. And I'm sure all the people who um, are working on this project or involved with this project in some way have been freaking out since April when the, the index was announced and when the specs started coming out saying like, okay, well, if we're launching after this, we need to be able to offer something of value because we're going to have to get those the, the Valve fanboys back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's got to be something to draw that market back in because the like – the, we are the early adopters. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see kind of where where that goes. But I'll I'll read more into the cosmos. But. Yeah. And it seems like I mean, at least from my perspective, it seems like now Valve might be the only uh, like dedicated VR player that's interested in catering to the enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Because you have Oculus, which I think they they'll get the enthusiasts just because they have such strong software. I think. Yeah. And they'll. And but their I think their primary target now is is to become more mainstream. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the Rift S is an example of them spending a, a less focus. Hold on. Spending less focused time on that. No, I mean I I get what you're saying. Like it's Sorry. it's an interesting like it's just an interesting place for them to be in right now. Yeah, that's what. So so yeah. So the Rift S I think shows that they're focusing a little bit less on the PC side now, but they're still interested in keeping like a foothold there. 
Mm-hmm. But they're really focused more on the quest. Baba. Baba. Okay. Nadine. No, we're almost finished recording, okay? Nadine, just five more minutes, okay? Okay. All right, just well, give us five more minutes, okay? I don't want you. Hey, Renda. Renda. She's she's messing. We had to stop our recording. I want to get my candy from my room. Okay, just get it, and then let's go. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't realize that. Ready? Go ahead. That's it. <laughs> so we'll remember, right? And then we can, we can edit it real quick. Uh, do you deserve a timestamp? Um, yeah, 24. Like oh, around the 24. Yeah, yeah, right, 24-minute mark. Cool. All right, so we're almost done. Um, uh, okay, so... Almost done. Um, oh, yeah, so... So I'll come back to... So, yeah, so with the Oculus... I think the Rift S is an example of them wanting to keep something in the PC space, but them not really double downing it, like not spending a ton of R&D time on it. Yeah. Their main focus this generation now is on the Quest, I think. Yeah. And really trying to make that successful. And then on, on HTC well, with the Rift S, it's... They, because they want to get VR enthusiasts, yeah. and their way of getting VR enthusiasts is to offer a at least somewhat decent headset. Yeah. But that headset is what gives them access to the library of content, right? Yeah. So like that's that's what they they could do for enthusiasts. They're not going to focus too much on the tech. I think they're more focused when it comes to fo- uh, you know something that's tech driven. It's going to be on like uh, yeah Quest, which will be more yeah. More, and I yeah. think they're just also focused on just lowering costs and all that kind of stuff. Like. I don't think it's a bad strategy. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's just a different strategy. It's it's providing the same experience at a lower price, I think, is really, yeah. like, on the PC side. And then offering the Quest, which is something new, that will hopefully attract people that don't have PCs. And yeah. and, and the Quest is really exciting. But And then, so, so that's kind of where Oculus is. And then you have HTC now, which in the months... Previously, they've been more focused on enterprise. So with the Vive Pro and the Vive Pro I, they're, they're really, I mean, I guess if you are an enthusiast that really wants to buy it, you can. But even their marketing seems to be more I mean, focused. It's, it's more focused towards business businesses, I yeah. feel like. And then, and then the Cosmos is going to be their consumer push. Mm-hmm. And the Cosmos feels like a more premium version of the Rift S, like I said, which I don't think they're going to be lowering costs, but still, it seems like most of their R&D is going towards making it easier and getting rid of sensors yeah. and that sort of thing. So I, so then, yeah. so Valve right now is the one that, the, I think they probably looked at that, mar- like, they looked at where things were going, mm-hmm. and they looked at the fact that HTC is, I guess, not interested in using the Lighthouse stuff on their consumer side going forward. Yeah. So they're like, you know what, then we're going to release our own headset. And just try to make it kind of a, a no holds barred kind of thing. Yeah. And so but you gotta you, you gotta think that this is the last headset that will use probably. lighthouse technology. I probably. I mean, I'd be yeah. kind of disappointed if Valve came out with something in like two years that's still I, I needed. Think, <laughs> you yeah. know, that's still I, needed. I think. I mean, my like, I don't think that he said anything directly like this, but my impression on some of the comments out of Valve about inside out tracking, like when. People wanted to know if inside-out tracking was being supported by the cameras on the index. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, 
oh, we don't think inside-out tracking is there yet or something. So, like, mm-hmm. they, they, the way they made it kind of sound was like, oh, like, even they know that when the tech is ready, that they'll be interested in pushing inside-out. Well, I mean, some some people are doing the tech well right now in terms of yeah. inside-out I mean, so, most people are pretty happy with the way yeah, the Oculus stuff works. Yeah. And I, I know on the Rift, because like, you and me really only have a home experience with the Quest. Yeah. Like, we both tried the Rift S at GDC. True, true, yeah. But... Like, I, I hear some folks have had problems, just, like, like a lot of glitches and mm-hmm. crashes and stuff like that with that stuff. But I, I think all those kinks will get worked out eventually. So, But, but yeah, I mean, it, without a doubt, things are moving towards a world where you're not going to have outside trackers and sen- or sensors. Yeah. But... Well, let's, let's, so to wrap up here, let's take it back to the index. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to mention before I forget was the speaker system. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. I, w- I was actually really, really impressed with that uh, because I didn't realize how soft it is for people who aren't in the headset mm-hmm. and how powerful and how good the directional audio is, the 360 audio, when you're in the game is. Yeah. Uh, because they're not headphones. And they're not necessarily um, like the deluxe audio strap or, you know, where it, yeah. it fits, it you know, yeah. uh, directly on your ear. They're kind of like speakers, really, really like crisp and, and nice sounding speakers that are maybe, what, an inch, two inches off of your ear. Yeah. Uh, but they kind of hover around that area. And um, that was another aspect that I really liked. Uh, the weight was was good. I mean, noticeably less yeah. than uh, the other headsets. Like, I think it distributes the weight. Well. Yeah, yeah. Well, just in general, too, I feel like, yeah. well, I don't know, maybe I, I should probably uh, fact check myself and sure. see if it's actually lighter, but it feels lighter yeah. than the Vive. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't compared it to any of the other um, PC headsets, but sure. compared to what I normally use with the Vive, like, yeah. I feel like this is something where people who complain about not being able to spend hours in VR, this will make it a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what, yeah, they're Valve, mm-hmm. apparently, their goal was to make something that, like, yeah, you'll notice differences in short bursts, but I think oh, over the long haul, it's more, if you're spending hours in these headsets, yeah. you'll really appreciate kind of the quality of life differences, cool, is cool. what my understanding is. So, so let's, uh, last thing here, then. What are, you, uh, what are you excited about with the Index? I mean, you're a brand-new Index owner, 48 hours in. Yeah. Um, aside from... Aside from you know the stuff that Valve is working on, or I guess you could talk about that too. Like, yeah. are there any titles that you know that are being uh, redeveloped or reworked? Uh, things that you are excited to try in the, the index? Yeah. So, in all honesty, there's certain games that I just haven't gotten around to playing in a while. Like, I never played Episode Two of uh, the Gallery. Oh, same here. Yeah, and, and first I, one was so good too. And I know that that's been updated for the index, okay. so I'm gonna. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting into Jet Island some more because mm-hmm. I know they spent some time updating that. Uh, Eric, we had, I had just spoken to him recently about it, and that sounded really cool. Um, I'm excited to, to get into Climby because I know that's a game we used to play a lot, mm-hmm. and I never really got into that, but it also has an index uh, update, mm-hmm. so I want to try that. And in general, I would just say that the thing I'm most excited about right now is getting to titles in my back catalog that uh, look really nice. Like games that have strong artistic style to them because really like the Index headset, surprisingly to me, I mean, the clarity makes a big difference in how I'm able to see the world when I'm in that headset. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to be able to spend a lot more time in games just to kind of take it all in. 
So, so that's what I'm most excited about. I have such a big back catalog of games that I haven't spent as much time in as I should. Yeah, yeah. And now that I have a more comfortable headset that's so much clearer, yeah. I'm looking it'll forward be, it'll be to fun just, just kind of like re-exploring yeah. old games. That's yeah. what. So that that's what I'm like in the short term. That's what I'm most excited mm-hmm. about. And then in the long term, obviously, I, I really am excited to see what Valve uh, has planned for the controllers. Mm-hmm. And and then just to see where things go from. We should do, we should do some episodes like revisiting old games in the index. Exactly. I, mean, I think it, there's definitely some gems that you can come across where. It's just and I, I think I could look at like I agree that sounds like a cool episode because there's specific games that if I look down my list I'm like oh I wonder what I that would look like. Oh, it looks like yeah. So and then and then you know what like I know it's not directly uh, related to the index but I'm also really excited about some of the the exclusives that are coming to the Rift mm-hmm. the, or to, to the Oculus, Oculus Store, store yeah. um, because those games are going to look really phenomenal, like games like uh, Asgard's Wrath and Stormland mm-hmm. um, are games that are being developed Oculus exclusive, but that you can play on the Index using Revive, Revive yeah. and Revive seems to work really well. Uh, my time with it was excellent. So I'm actually really excited to see what those games will look like in the index. Yeah. Okay. So so those are I think that's my yeah my immediate kind of I it definitely I mean if the quest and the index don't attract new VR players I think they were successful in that they got me excited to once again kind of in the short term. Mm-hmm. Well, I, all this stuff. I hate to say it, but you are their target demographic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. So that's cool. Now, well, I, I'm excited for you. Hopefully, once uh, I can get my uh, or a more more stable like VR play area, we need uh, to play some co-op. Yeah, yeah at the very least co-op. in the quests, like mm-hmm. we need to get some because I that's the one thing with the quest that I was really excited about that I haven't had too much in general. I'm not a huge multiplayer guy. But I think the quest was like made for it. And VR, VR is different. Yeah, people. I mean, people like Damon, for example. I feel like most of the time they're spending the headset. They're like playing with all sorts of people yeah. and doing all sorts. Dude, of you meet so many cool people. I mean, no, sorry, I should say that. There's a lot of weirdos online. <laughs> <laughs> we've, but, all, yeah. we've all had our fair share of like <laughs> very strange encounters, but. Uh, you know, for the most part, I feel like the VR community is just a bunch of people who are excited about the technology right now, and so yeah. it's it's a lot of fun to just get to know people from all over the world and have have that kind of like one to one experience with them in VR. Yeah. So awesome, man. Well, this was fun. I- I'm excited to hear more from you about the index, and uh, I'm sure I'll be trying to come over to your place again at some point in the future to try out some other titles. So sounds good. We'll go from there. But thank you all for tuning in. And um, if you haven't yet, we just have a small request. Uh, if you could leave us a review, uh, a rating and review on iTunes, we would very much appreciate it. Uh, it helps us to get, uh, obviously, the podcast out there further, but then just also um, I just build, I guess, some like more, a little bit more legitimacy when it comes to going to conferences and things like that. And thankfully, we've had the incredible opportunity to do that, but we want to do that more uh, just so that we can get you know some more coverage for you guys, answering questions and, and things like that. So, again, we very much appreciate you all tuning in. And uh, have a great week or weekend or whenever you listen to this. We'll talk to you again very, very soon.